All right, hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. Uh, blessings and light to everyone, to our new listeners who are showing up here for the first time, and to our Cosmic Eye family of supporters who shows up uh, each week. Uh, thank you all for your donations, your spiritual energy, your positivity, and so on, who are supporting us. Um, we appreciate you guys. This is the Sunday Tarot Talk. I am Jason, and I will be your host today. Uh, we'll be flying at an altitude of 77,000 feet into the archetypal world of tarot. Uh, so today is our second show uh, in this new series called Sunday Tarot Talks, or the Sunday Tarot Talk, however you want to say it. I guess I'm still uh, settling on that. Each week, we're going to talk about one of the major arcana uh, of the tarot deck. So we'll be going through uh, from the Fool to the World card. We started last week with the Fool. We're going to go through all 22 cards until we reach the, the end of the World card. And then we'll probably start over again and do another series, a more advanced series. Uh, so as I said, we did the Fool card last week. So if you haven't heard that yet, you can go and check that out. Of course, you don't need to listen to that first. These all are standalone. Uh, but if you want to get the full sort of spectrum of all these different ideas, it's great to start from the beginning and, and listen through as well. Uh, so check that out. Uh, as I said, this week, we're going to look at the Magician card. And this talk is going to be called The Magic of Concentration. The Magic of Concentration. So I want to encourage you to pull up uh, an image of uh, the Magician card on your phone or on your computer, whatever you're using uh, to listen. Or actually go ahead and get your, your deck. If you have a tarot deck, if you have a BOTA deck or a Rider weight deck, that one would be pretty appropriate. Uh, it's a lot more uh, powerful to have the, the card with you to be able to glance at it as we talk about it. You don't have to have it. I'll describe the card to you uh, in a bit. And you can just use your imagination. But if you can, uh, grab that card, take the time to do that. It will really kind of open up. The symbolism will really work on your uh, subconscious and open up the powers that we're going to be talking about uh, if you have that card in front of you. Uh, but it'll work either way. So as I said uh, last week, I talked about how it's important uh, to work with these cards each day. And I want to encourage you as a little bit of homework after listening to these lessons and before listening to, the, to next week's talk, which is going to be on the priestess, uh, to work on meditating on, just kind of contemplating, just holding the card each, each day at a specific time in the morning, in the afternoon, at night, whatever you want to do, what works for you. And just look at that card for five minutes and really just kind of lightly gaze at it. You know, don't strain your eyes, but just sit and gaze at the card and allow those symbols to go to work on your subconscious. And you're going to really find that these... Uh, these cards really do exert a powerful effect on the psyche. They really do help open up the powers within you. Uh, so take a little bit of time each day and do that five minutes of work and you're really gonna see a difference in your life. You're gonna find that you have more concentration, your imagination's gonna open up, uh, your focus is gonna be better and so forth. And, and you know that concentration and focus, of course, we're, we're gonna talk about today, but there's uh, multiple things that are gonna occur uh, that are positive when you work with these cards. So again, thanks for joining me today. Uh, I do want to ask a favor of you guys right now. I really need your help. So we're running a Kickstarter campaign. 
um, which you can find at cosmiceye.org to see it. And uh, we have a new tarot deck we're trying to publish, and it's called the Liber Florum deck. And it's a, a beautiful flower-themed uh, Rider Waite-style deck. And the flowers are, are, are drawn mostly from the magical correspondences uh, of the Golden Dawn. Uh, so if you're interested in, in, in magic, if you're interested in, in flowers, if you're interested in tarot, uh, these are a great deck for you. Um, so if you could support us on Kickstarter, that would be fantastic. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, if you can't afford it, please uh, share our Kickstarter page on social media or just tell your friends about it. And again, that can be found at CosmicEye.org. And I want to again thank all of our supporters who are uh, donating to us at anchor.fm slash CosmicEye. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, blessings and love to all of you. All right, so let us get into this. The Magician, the Magic of Concentration. Uh, as I did last week, I'm going to start, and I guess I'm going to start all these talks like this, with um, a repetition of the pattern on the trestle board. Now, this is a, a Kabbalistic affirmation that was written by Paul Foster Case. It's used by the VOTA. Uh, it's very powerful. It helps you get in touch with your divine self. You can either buy this through BOTA.org. There's a little chart of it, a little poster or something, I think, through there. It comes with also their cards, which I would highly recommend. The Color Yourself card cards that they have. They have a tarot deck. It's just plain black and white, and it's meant for you to color it yourself. And it is one of the best tools to learn tarot and to really get into these symbols. Uh, Google Pattern on the Trestle Board if you want to copy it down and memorize it if you, if you can't afford to buy those things. This is the truth about the self. Zero, all the power that ever was or will be is here now. Number one, I'm a center of expression for the primal will to good, which eternally creates and sustains the universe. Number two, through me, its unfailing wisdom takes form in thought and word. Number three, filled with understanding of its perfect law, I'm guided moment by moment along the path liberation. Number four, from the exhaustless riches of its limitless substance, I draw all things needful, both spiritual and material. Number five, I recognize the manifestation of undeviating justice in all the circumstances of my life. Number six, I recognize the beauty in all things, great and small. Number seven, Living from that will, supported by its unfailing wisdom and understanding, mine is the victorious life. Number eight, I look forward to the perfect realization of the eternal splendor of the limitless light. Nine, in thought and word and deed, I rest my life from day to day upon the sure foundation of eternal being. Ten, the kingdom of spirit is embodied in my flesh. The kingdom of spirit is embodied in my flesh. All right. The Magician and the Magic of Concentration. So according to Aleister Crowley, who, if you don't know, was one of the most foremost magicians of the 20th century, one of the most controversial, certainly, one of the most creative and powerful as well. So he said, magic is the science and art of causing change to occur in conformity with the will. Magic is the science and art of causing change to occur in conformity with the will. Of course, your will is your desire, your intention, your purpose. So magic helps you to achieve your goals, spiritual and material. Uh, concentration, I'm just kind of trying to define our terms here. Concentration, I'm going to read a, 
definition of concentration from Paul Foster Case as well. And Paul Foster Case says, concentration is the collection at a center or focus of units of power. These are always units of the life power because every unit of force in the universe, regardless of what form it takes, is a manifestation of that one force. That is a deep one. Uh, so concentration is a collection at a center or focus of units of power. All right, so let's get into more of this idea. I want you to go ahead now and take a look at this magician card. One of the main uh, meanings, one of the main symbolic themes of this card is concentration, the power of concentration. Uh, will, of course, that Crowley talked about is highly aligned with the ability to concentrate, the ability to focus to know what you want. Uh, Alephus Levy, the great magician of the 20th century, another one uh, whom both Paul Foster Case and Crowley drew from heavily said, all magic is in the will. All magic is in the will. So in other words, you have to have a strong will, a strong intention in order to manifest uh, the changes and the transformations you'd like to occur uh, using your, your magical power of concentration, of course. Uh, so like I said, magic and this idea of concentration are going to help you achieve your goals, both spiritual and material. And as we go through these different symbols of the magician card, you're gonna understand how concentration is going to help you achieve this. And you're naturally gonna to begin to work with this magician card and those powers of concentration are gonna to begin to open up in you. All right, so I'm gonna describe this card for you real quick. And if you have it, you know, just kind of follow along. Your card may be different. If you use a different deck, that's cool as well. Uh, I, I personally am using this BOTA deck, Builders of the Aditum deck, which is uh, roughly based on the Rider Waite deck, uh, but done um, through that organization, BOTA, which Paul Foster Case started. Uh, and the artwork was done by Jesse Burns Parker. It's a beautiful rendition uh, of, of the cards. All right, so the Magician card, mainly uh, it's, it's a yellow card. So you see a yellow background. And he stands, the magician stands under an arbor of bright red roses. He's in a, a robe. There's an over, sort of an over robe of red and then an under robe with long sleeves of white. Uh, there's a, a snake that forms a sort of a belt around his waist. He has a, a white headband uh, on and over his head is a, a symbol of infinity, a symbol of infinity. Um, this card is attributed to the number one. So at the bottom of the card, there's a number one there. It's also attributed to the letter Beit, Beit, the Hebrew letter that means house. Uh, another feature of this, and we're gonna talk about all these, is that he's holding up a white wand with his right hand, a white wand with his right hand, and he's pointing with his index finger of his left hand uh, down to the ground or down towards a table. And then on this table uh, are the four tools or the four implements of the magician, the wand, the cup, the sword, and the pentacles. The wand, the cup, the sword, and the pentacles. And we're gonna explore uh, the number one, bet, infinity, the symbolism of pointing and the uh, four implements as all of these apply to the idea of concentration and how 
uh, we can work with concentration to really make our lives better. And really that's, that's, what all, that's what these tarot cards are all about. They're tools for transformation to help you make your life better. You know, divination is one, uh, one tool and one way to work with these cards. It's one uh, benefit of using tarot, divination. Uh, but another is the symbolism and the powers contained within the symbols on the cards, uh, working with those to open up those forces within you. So these cards, each one of these cards represent forces or modes of, of consciousness or modes of being which exist within you. Sometimes we, uh, we forget that. We think these cards are something outside ourselves, something that, you know, spirit has a message for us through this particular card or that particular card. And that is true. However, these cards also represent powers and forces within ourselves. Uh, and that's one of the main messages that this, uh, this card, the magician, is trying to get to, is that he's, he's saying, as above, so below, pointing with this wand from above down to below. And he's saying, look, you know, the universe is, has its laws and has its, its cosmic order and so on. And you are a little microcosm of that universe. They say the universe is the macrocosm and man, human beings are the microcosm. So there's a correlation between what goes on in the heavens, as it were, and what happens in our own lives or within ourselves. Okay, so let's move on to... Uh, so, oh, I wanna give you one more, one more good quote. This is beautiful. This is from Paul Foster Case. Uh, he says, the fundamental magical practice is concentration, one-pointed attention to some selected area of one's environment. So that's really this, the gist of this whole, whole message today is the idea that concentration, focus, attention, single-pointedness is the key to transformation. It's the key to uh, materializing those things you want to have in your life, those things you want to do in your life, and those things you want to be in your life. Uh, you have to learn to concentrate. And you know, some of us think, well, concentration's so hard. I, 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 my mind wanders, and I'm distracted. And there's so many things in life, and you know, the kids, and the phone calls, and the emails, and the texts, and social media, and all this stuff. And that's all true. Uh, the thing is, is that it's really not that difficult to learn how to concentrate. One of the messages of the magician is that concentration really uh, begins in things that you are interested and you care about. Uh, you wouldn't be here if you weren't interested in learning to do things in a different way and learning how to transform your lives. You also would not be here uh, if you weren't interested in tarot. So take this interest in tarot and focus that and use it to build your concentration. Take something you love, the tarot, uh, and, and use it for for molding your concentration, focusing your attention, you know, so that you've got this, this um, balance between desire and focus. And the desire, again, is, is even, it's represented in the, in the magician card. It, it's the five roses in the arbor, the five bright red colored roses uh, in the arbor above the magician. That represents desire. It also represents the five senses, how we uh, interact with the world. Uh, so, Let's think about that. You know, don't, uh, don't get caught up in this idea that you can't concentrate or concentration is something for somebody else. It's only something for, you know, Buddhist monks or something. 
uh, just do uh, do this work, work with this magician, work with the tarot cards, do the five minutes of contemplation that I'm talking about each day, and you're going to find really, really great results in that. And then you'll want to increase that. And you'll want to work with the cards longer and longer. You'll want to, and then you'll probably want to work on meditation on your own with or without the cards and things like that. And these are all going to help. So we're going to talk more about that. Um, I want to talk just a quick, quick bit about, about concentration. It's a simple idea. So concentration is like, as I said, what you focus on. It's the power of focus, the power of attention. And we've all heard this idea that what you concentrate, you're going to experience in your life, thoughts or things. And, you know, we've all heard the law of attraction and so forth, that what we think about is attracted to us. And all these are true. These are all metaphysical truths. Uh, what you concentrate on will become your experience and what you focus on, you will attract. Uh, and, you know, this is, I'm going to give you a couple of simple examples. So take, um, for example, a, a, one woman gets up in the morning and it's raining outside. It's gray, it's kind of dreary. She's focused on how kind of ugly it is and how it's cold and she's uncomfortable and how she doesn't want to walk in the rain and it's going to mess up her hair and her makeup or whatever. You know, it's going to, it's going to mess up these new, new beautiful shoes that she got, whatever it is. Um, and she's concentrating on the negative aspects of the rain, the negative aspects of the rain. And so it sets in motion subconscious forces within her that will probably result in a bad day. She's probably going to feel somewhat depressed or negative or anxious or irritable about, about things and maybe even catch a cold or something else. Um, you know, so it sets into motion those sorts of, those sorts of things uh, that, 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 that happen. So uh, on the other hand, let's, let's imagine there's another woman, she gets up and she sees the rain and she thinks, wow, that's beautiful. How great for the plants and the trees and nature. You know, we're so lucky to have this, you know, this living life-giving water. And, you know, she concentrates on, on this and then she sets in motion positive subconscious forces. And most likely your day is going to be happy. It's positive, productive. And, and again, that's going to create conditions within her that are going to help her to stay healthy and help her to stay away from colds and, and ailments and flus and whatever else. So that's one example. So concentrate on the positive and keep your mind on what you want and the beautiful things and the, and the wonderful things in life, because those thoughts do create your reality. And again, another example of this, uh, you know, sort of more material oriented, more materially oriented is, uh, say, a man who thinks about you know, how broke he is and, you know, how much he hates his job and how, you know, he can never pay bills and, you know, and all those things may be true conditions, but focusing on them just creates more of that. More makes more. In contrast, you may have a, someone who's in the exact same situation, who's somewhat broke, doesn't have a lot of money, you know, is having trouble paying the bills, but focuses on prosperity, focuses on abundance, you know, works a little bit harder, uh, keeps, uh, keeps their mind on on what they want and off of what they don't want. In other words, material prosperity. And I, I, I guarantee you that person that keeps their thoughts on what they want has a focus, uses concentration, uh, keeps their mind focused on what they want, you know, will create that reality, will create that reality. Okay, so those are a couple examples of concentration. All right, we're going to look at this card, and as I said, we're going to go through some of the symbols, some of the symbols, and see how these relate to concentration. See how these help build our own concentration, help they can, uh, and help us uh, to focus and build that within ourselves, that attention and that clarity that we want in our life. 
again, we have to have this kind of clarity if we want to find success in life. If we want to find our true will, our true purpose, our passion. Um, some of us, myself included, over the years have been, you know, a little bit too focused on many, many different things. And, you know, you find your energy somewhat dissipated if you're trying to do five or six different things. You know, if you're trying to start a business and, you know, play, uh, you know, tennis, you know, semi-professionally, and you're trying to also, you know, volunteer uh, down at, uh, at a homeless shelter, and, you know, you're also trying to build a career as a, as a speaker, and you're also trying to write books, and you're also trying to make, you know, you know put, put your own stuff in there. You know, you can have a balance of things, but you have to have the proper concentration, time, and energy put onto one thing in order for it to materialize in your life. And that is one of the main lessons in, uh, in the Magician card, one of the main lessons in the Magician card. And that brings me to the number one. One of the most prominent symbols on this card is the number one down in the bottom left-hand corner uh, next to the word, the magician. And number one means beginning. It's the first in the numeral series because zero stands for that which precedes manifestation. We talked about the zero in uh, our last talk on the fool. Uh, number one means inception, initiative, primal will. Prime will, that's the will of God, the will of superconsciousness. Uh, selection is another meaning of number one. Unity, singleness, individuality, one-pointedness, concentration. These are all meanings for the number one. And mainly then the idea of self-consciousness, self-consciousness. So uh, taking that un, sort of unmanifest or um, sort of diffuse idea of uh, super consciousness and concentrating it down into a point of self-consciousness. Um, that's the idea of number one. That's the idea of number one. So in this, uh, in this number one as well, as I said, is the, this idea of unity. And in unity, we have to remember our source. We have to remember our source. Uh, and so, so it's, it's also, it's also pointing to that idea that there's something beyond and above us uh, that's guiding us, something beyond and above us that's guiding us. Uh, so those are some ideas associated with the number one. But again, number one is, is a single, single idea. It's a single purpose. That's another meaning of concentration is a single purpose. So if you're trying to achieve a particular thing, uh, let's say it's to get into better shape or, you know, it's to improve your diet or something like that. You know, you have to have a, a singleness of purpose uh, that goes along with that, uh, that goal, that desire. So in other words, you know, your thought, your speech, your action, um, you know, your will all need to be in alignment. We're going to talk a bit more about that coming up when we talk about the tools on the table. Uh, in front of the magician but so all those things need to work together but it starts with this clarity this number one this unity this singleness of purpose and concentration and again it doesn't mean that you can't have multiple things going on because all we all have you know complicated lives but it means that that thing that you're working on fits with all the others in a coherent way and it means that when you're working on that that goal that you give it your full attention your full 
clarity, your full heart, uh, your full mind when you're working on it. That's another meaning of the number one. Uh, so, so keep that in mind. Let that number one guide you and help you to work on this magic of concentration uh, as you look at the, at the magician card. Another meaning uh, that you can see at the bottom of the card uh, is the letter bait, letter bait, second letter in the Hebrew aleph, uh, aleph bait or alphabet. Uh, the first, of course, being aleph, aleph bait, gimel, dalit, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, is how it goes. Uh, bait means house in Hebrew. That's a, that's a meaning uh, of that letter. Uh, so all the Hebrew letters have a have a sort of hieroglyphic meaning that goes along with it. It's a letter that you know can be formed into words when you put them together, but it also has a, a meaning to it. And this particular letter's meaning is house. Uh, bait is related to the letter beta uh, and, and the Greek letter beta, which is the second letter of the Greek alphabet. And in an early form, an early form of, of Greek, uh, that beta used to look like uh, an arrowhead. And the name for that arrowhead was Kentron, Kentron. My Greek uh, pronunciation is not great, but it's K-E-N-T-R-O-N. And that is the, uh, the Greek sort of basis for our word concentration. Concentration comes from the word Kentron, uh, which means arrowhead. So this arrowhead um, alludes to the idea of penetrating thought focus, clarity, intention. So an arrow is something you shoot towards a mark and you think about the arrow just penetrating that target, penetrating uh, and, and going past the surface. So this is another, another clue to concentration. Concentration, the magic of concentration helps you see through the surface to the actual metaphysical truth behind the thing that you're observing. And you have to go in uh, to your observation with full concentration, with clarity, with your full self. In other words, put your full self into seeing something. So for example, if you're looking at a, a sunrise in the morning, you know, really put your whole self into it. Really observe all the details, the colors, the feelings, feel the, the, you know, the air. There might be a light breeze out. Um, you know, feel the, the earth on, on, under your feet, you know, smell the smells around you. There might be flowers or vegetation around, or if you're in the city, you know, you may smell, you know, smells of the city, cars and, and so on. But take it all in and, and really record and really penetrate through uh, into that thing. And you'll begin to see uh, the, the metaphysical truth behind the surface reality quote unquote reality, I should say, the material existence of that thing. Uh, so the idea of bet as a house also means, uh, also means a house of spirit. Uh, that speaks about the personality, that speaks about the individuality, the house of spirit, uh, which inhabits the body. That's another idea of looking at it. Um, so, you know, this, this gets into the idea then of, um, of the, um, uh, the true self, the true self with a capital S uh, that, as, that is our real source. In other words, our spiritual self that, that abides with us and, and, and inhabits this, this house of, 
of our body as well, as well that is our, our true self. You know, the ego thinks that it's the true self, but in fact, the actual self with a capital S is that spiritual self that guides us. Um, Paul Foster Case again says, bet is a symbol, bet is a symbol of the mental qualities of nice perception, keen and penetrating insight and accurate estimation of values. So this accurate estimation of values uh, is philosophy. You know, that's the level of wisdom. Wisdom helps us to separate the wheat from the chaff. It helps us to, to recognize what's unimportant or important in our lives. Wisdom helps us to create a life of value, a life of value. So that's all indicated by this letter bait. This letter bait, or as I said, beta uh, in the Greek, and this idea of the arrowhead or kintron. Uh, so I use all those images and, and think about those and allow those to really penetrate into the psyche, penetrate into the psyche like the arrowhead. Uh, when you're doing your, your, your contemplation on the magician card each day. So another symbol that's very important is the infinity symbol, the infinity symbol that is above the head of the magician. It looks like a, an eight sitting on its side. That uh, eight has a, many references. One, uh, eight is the number of Hermes. It's the uh, number of Mercury, of Toth. Uh, 888 is also the number of Jesus, number of the Christ. Um, so in connection with uh, Toth or Thoth, as he's also pronounced, it, uh, he's shown with, uh, with an ibis head when you see him in um, Egyptian art. And the ibis is a bird that's a symbol of concentration. So this ibis bird, when he, when he, uh, when he or she is, is hunting, stands on one leg, completely still. It's almost like they're in a yoga position and, and, they, and, and they're just waiting for a fish or a little frog or something to, to swim by. And they're up on that one leg, kind of minimizing their, their, their sort of footprint so that you know, the, the animal, their prey doesn't, doesn't see them. Uh, and then they lash out with this great amount of concentration and snap that, snap that fish or that frog up out of the water. Uh, and it's, it's, a, it's a great amount of focus and an intense concentration that this, uh, this ibis shows when it's, when it's hunting. Uh, so you can see that connected to that infinity symbol and that, uh, that symbol of Toth or Thoth. Uh, with that ibis head. So those are really interesting connections to that. Uh, also, that infinity symbol is, is talking about eternity. It's talking about our infinite source, and it's reminding us that there's something above us that's guiding us, and that really is our, our, our true self. And that really is, you know, manifesting everything that we, we need in our lives at any time. You know, and that, that infinite source is something that we can lean on, something that gives us guidance. That's why it's right above his head. Uh, so that's always available to us. Uh, so keep keep that in mind, and you know work with that idea of of the ibis head. The another uh, symbol for that um, that the the ibis headed Thoth is uh, is known for is is he's a scribe. He's the scribe or communicator in the same way that Hermes and Mercury are communicators. And there's, um, he, you know, he holds a, oftentimes holds a stylus or some sort of a, almost like an ancient pen in his hand uh, because he was responsible for writing, for magic and so forth. So the idea of writing is very important. Uh, writing our goals down, writing down the things that we 
uh, want to achieve, uh, bringing clarity to our writing and really, um, uh, really focusing on the essentials of what we're, what we're trying to make happen in our lives. Sometimes writing things down helps us clarify things and helps us to concentrate on what, you know, in ways that, um, that our normal kind of thinking doesn't do. And also it puts it in a tangible form that we can look at each day. So I want you to encourage, to write, encourage you to write down your goals, write down your intentions in clear, um, you know, in clear sentences that you can understand and you can memorize. And that's gonna really help you with this power of concentration, really, uh, and then help you to connect to the, uh, the infinity, the eternal and infinite source that's gonna help you to manifest those desires. Okay, so that's the infinity symbol. So focus on that and let those let that symbol work on your, your unconscious, work on your subconscious mind, the psyche uh, within you, the soul, um, as you're working with this card uh, each day. Okay, so we're coming now to uh, a really uh, important part of this, and all of it's important, but this one is really, really heavy. So as I described, the magician's holding in his right hand a white wand, in his right hand, a white wand, and with his left hand, he's pointing down. Uh, he's pointing to this table, but he's also uh, pointing to the ground. At the same time, it's kind of, you're not really entirely sure where he's pointing, if you look at the picture, uh, particularly in this BOTA deck. Uh, so it's kind of referring to, to both the materialization, and in other words, like the, a, a hard kind of grounded kind of way of, of seeing things. Um, but it's also, he's also pointing to this table that we're going to talk about in a second that's in front of him. So as I said, that table holds uh, a wand, a cup, a sword, and a pentacle, uh, and they're arranged in a very particular pattern on this BOTA deck, and I, there's not enough time to go into the, the arrangement of what those, you know, why they're arranged the way they are, uh, but we'll talk about that uh, later uh, in our next series. So we will get into that. Uh, but the, uh, the point is, is that this, this idea of pointing with this wand, so this wand uh, is a symbol of life power. It's a symbol of uh, the energy, uh, the Kundalini energy, et cetera, as many symbols. Um, but uh, it is also focus, it's focus and it's a connection to the higher. Uh, so his right hand is pointing up to the, the sky, uh, the reliance on, uh, on on super consciousness. He's kind of referring back to the ideas that uh, we talked about in the Fool card, uh, that super consciousness, that pure potentiality, uh, that egg of, of, uh, of life, um, the cosmic egg as it's called. Uh, and then with his left hand, so he's drawing down this power from above and then with his left hand, he's concentrating it down uh, and he's pointing with his index finger which is a symbol of clarity and focus and concentration, concentration. Uh, so uh, another meaning, and then we're gonna get into the uh, field of attention, the, the, um, uh, the table aspect of things. Another meaning of this, um, this card is, uh, it's called the intelligence of transparency. So that's associated with the letter bait. That's a Kabbalistic attribution that goes along with the letter bait. The intelligence of transparency, and that really means that uh, that the magician is a channel. He's a channel uh, for the higher power to move through. 
uh, and to be manifest into material existence. So his self-consciousness and focus and concentration are channeling the power of the divine into his, her life. Uh, so uh, that is uh, the, tr the intelligence of transparency. Uh, and along with that transparency, I found this great, um, this great definition that I wanna share. It's from the Unity Church Metaphysical Dictionary. And I found this fascinating. I just looked it up kind of because I had a hunch. And again, this is how, you know, this is how these cards and how this work, this metaphysical work, this occult work uh, does. It opens up creative hunches and ideas and so forth. And that's why working with these cards uh, is so important. Working with them on a daily basis is so important. Uh, so let me read this about transparency. So it was under the, the, the definition of word word. So of course the word is the logos uh, in, in, in Christian theology. Uh, and it comes from the idea of uh, from John where he says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Uh, so this word of God is the divine logos is God in his capacity and creative power and includes and it includes all the potentialities of being. So it's the idea of God, the image and likeness of God. It's also spiritual man. Uh, and it points out that the spiritual man, or Christ, this word of God is our true inner self of, of, of every individual, of every individual. So that's one, uh, that's the word. Uh, but this transparency is, the idea in, in, is, is really interesting. Intelligence of transparency of the magician card, but this is their definition uh, of word. Uh, they say the man Jesus became so transparent. The man Jesus became so transparent by purification that the universal Christ or God thought expressed itself through him more clearly than through any other man whom we have record. Yet this son of God or perfect thought of infinite mind is shining in degree through every man, woman, and child in the universe. All life, all love, all truth are the expressions of the one great cause. So it's, you know, it's another intimation of transparency, this idea of the intelligence transparency is that your whole very existence is the existence of cosmic consciousness. Uh, you know, your, the whole basis for your being is rooted in cosmic consciousness, in the divine, in God, in infinite mind. And that is shining out from behind your eyes right now in this moment. It's not something you need to get. It's not something that you know, you have to go find. It's not something that's in a book. It's something within you right now. And that's the idea of this intelligence uh, of transparency. Okay, so the table, the table in front of, of the magician has the wand, the cup, the sword, and the pentacle. The wand, the cup, the sword, and the pentacle. And um, hang on one second. Paul Foster Case says, it's just so beautifully put, I wanna just read it to you the way he, he, he puts it. He says, in the hermetic wisdom, the four tools on the table in front of the magician represent the power of the word. So we just talked about that word, power of the word. And according to occult doctrine, words, the words that we speak embody a subtle force not recognized by the uninitiated. And so we're the uninitiated. The uninitiated, you know, those are not, spiritually aware they, they they're you know still caught up in the material world uh the implements on the table are these are those employed in ceremonial magic the wand 
with a spear-like head as a symbol of the will and of the element of fire. And that's really what we're talking about. Concentration is that element of the will and the element of fire. The cup made of silver, metal of the moon, is a symbol of memory and imagination and of the element of water. The sword of steel is related to Mars and also for action and for the element of air. Uh, the coin or pentacle is related to Saturn and it also represents form and the element of earth. Every magical transformation results from the ability of human self-consciousness to produce varying manifestations of will, the wand, imagination, the cup, action, the sword, and physical embodiment, the actual manifestation, which is represented by the pentacle. Uh, so another way to put this is uh, Eliphas Levy's great, uh, great saying, and he says, to will, to know, to dare, and to keep silent. And that's a, that's a sort of shorthand for how you manifest. You will, you know, you dare, and you keep silent. So you will, you, you see it, you have an intention, you know, you, you build it in your imagination, you dare, you take action, and you make plans and you, you know, you, you keep thinking on and believing for and praying on the, what you want and working towards it. And you keep silent. You don't tell other people about it and you allow it to unfold in its own time. Uh, but it all starts with will. It all starts with concentration. And that's that magic power of concentration that we've been talking about that the magician helps us to achieve. So keep working with this card, keep meditating on this card, keep contemplating this card. And it's going to help you achieve those things. All right. So, um, so remember that though, that idea of the power of the word also, uh, we're talking about the word in a spiritual sense, like uh, the consciousness of God or the Christ consciousness, the Buddha nature, whatever you want to call it, that's within you. That's the power of the word, but also the power of just the word, the power of the words that you speak, uh, you know, take control of your speech, your thought and your action. <clears throat> but, you know, really guard your speech, guard what you speak about and guard what you think about uh, on a daily basis, because you're going to bring into reality those habitual words and those habitual thoughts uh, into your life. And really, that's what this whole discussion has been about for the most part. It's the concentration, what we concentrate on, what we focus on is what we create in our lives. That's, that's it. That's the, that's the secret message behind the magician card. And you think, well, that's just, you know, a simple new thought message. But, you know, we have to hear these messages sometimes, you know, hundreds or thousands of times before they break through all the material conditioning uh, that's been, you know, kind of put upon us. So we watch TV and, you know, people talk about the matrix these days and how it's, you know, trying to fool us. And, you know, there's an unreality to the whole thing and all that. And that's, you know, there's a lot of truth to that idea. Uh, there's a construct of reality that's been created around you through culture, through your family, through, you know, your, you know, particular race, your gender, uh, whatever it is that, um, you know, is influencing you so from the outside, as it were, but inside, there's something different going on. Uh, that inner self, that true self, that true will within you, that word, that um infinite mind which is your 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 true being um sees something different about you and wants something different for your life so you've got to break out of the idea of of limitations and boundaries and some of these uh negative 
thoughts and ideas that are presented to you from the media and so forth. And that, those are also using the power of the word. They're using the power of words, the power of words to manipulate and to sell and to, um, you know, influence people. And it's, you know, I don't think it's nefarious most of the time. I don't think it's done out of evil. It's just people's misinterpretation of of understanding, you know, they understand the power of influence. They understand how words can be used to, you know, talk people into things, but they don't understand the spiritual uh, portion of it behind it. And some of the responsibilities we have uh, when we're using our words to create, when we're using our words to influence, when we're using our words to, to shape our own life and the lives of those around us, our kids, our family, our friends and so on. So take that seriously. And the magician is saying, take that seriously. The power of your word is, is, is supreme. It's extremely powerful. It's connected to the divine source and you are a channel for that divine source. And your word is one of the main methods you use to, to manifest. So in all ceremonial magic and uh, meditation, forms of meditation that you use chant or, or power uh, of the word, you know, there's a vibrational quality, a vibrational quality that comes along with words and the way that you use words and your tone and so on that can bring enlightenment or it can create, you know, a situation like Hitler created or Stalin created. You know, that's the power of words. That's the power of words. So take seriously those, those words that you're using, those thoughts that you're thinking and those actions that you're taking. All right, so uh, connect with that magician card. And that magician card will help you connect to concentration and to your true will. Uh, we looked at some of the ideas of number one, that singleness of purpose, that unity consciousness. Uh, we looked at the idea of bait, the house, uh, the letter bait, the Hebrew letter that's connected to the Greek letter beta, which means kentron, or actually which uh, was formed uh, by, the, by the arrowhead in its early iterations. And that arrowhead is known as Kentron, and that's our, our basis for the word concentration. We looked at that infinity symbol, which is an eight on its side and its connection to Toth or Thoth, Mercury, Hermes, uh, 888, number of, of the Christ, the number of Jesus, etc. And we see that you know they uh, they were clear channels for the power of God, clear channels. Uh, so we looked at the pointing of the right hand and that connection to the higher source and that left hand. Uh, that left hand, I didn't mention it, but is the power of habit, the power of habitual uh, thinking. It's the power of the subconscious manifesting that left hand is. Uh, so that pointing and that concentration, you know, puts into motion subconscious forces that manifest. Um, we also looked at the connection to the source. And then we looked at the power of the word, the power of the word, the word, the logos, uh, the idea of the power of words themselves. Uh, so all of those things are going to come back to you when you do your work, uh, hint, hint, uh, which is your homework of, of contemplating and uh, just focusing on this card for five minutes a day. So this magician card, key number one focusing on that for five minutes every day at the same time try to make it at the same time because that's really important to establish a, a habit is to do it at the same time so if you do it in the morning uh, on your first time you know try to do it in the morning every day if you can at the same time all right so 
lastly, then, I just uh, want you to remember that your, your true self, your true, true will is rooted in that divine consciousness above uh, that the magician is pointing at. So lean on that, you know, pray and, and meditate and expect and have great intentions for yourself based on uh, your connection to that divine love, that divine source, that cosmic consciousness of which you are a part um, and which is your true self. You're like a, a drop in the ocean of cosmic consciousness. So keep that in mind. Uh, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you guys being here each week. Thank you, uh, Cosmic Eye family, who is supporting us uh, each week uh, with donations or each month with donations. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. That's at anchor.fm slash Cosmic Eye if you'd like to make a donation. And again, I want to encourage you guys, if you can, please uh, share our Kickstarter a Libra Florum deck um, that we're that we're putting uh, that we're trying to publish now, and you can find that you can just look it up on Kickstarter L I B E R F L O R U M that'll come up, or go to cosmiceye.org, cosmiceye c o s m i c e y e dot o r g, and you'll find that on there. Uh, follow us at Cosmic Eye Tarot, at Cosmic Eye Tarot on Instagram. And we'll give you all the latest updates of what's going on. We also have awesome bags, uh, tarot bags, beautiful tarot bags that we handcraft ourselves um, and some accessories and so forth. And our other decks, the Blooming Cat deck and uh, the Blooming Cat Tarot and our Rainbow Unicorn deck that we publish. Uh, so check those things out. That's at CosmicEye.org. Uh, thank you again for joining us. Blessings and light, everyone. Uh, next week, I'm going to be doing the Priestess, the High Priestess. Uh, key number two in the tarot, and that's going to deal with the powers of subconsciousness. Uh, so that's going to be a great one. Uh, so join us again next week, and thank you for joining us this week. Uh, goodbye, and God bless. <laughs>